Welcome to the She Connects podcast. My name is Susan Vandenhubel, and I am honored to be your host each and every week. This is an extension of my ministry, She Rises, that allows me to connect with women in the online space. You can learn more about me and my ministry at www.sherisesmn.org or simply tap the link in the show notes. But for now, let's dive into this week's episode. Hey everyone, welcome back to the She Connects podcast. I'm Susan Vandenhubel and I am honored to be your host again this week, but I also am being joined by a really great friend, a sister in the Lord I've known for uh, several years now, and you are going to love her and want to uh, reach out to her, connect with her in the online space because you're going to want to call her a friend as well. So with that, welcome to the show, Satis Roddy. Uh, Tell us a little bit about who you are, where you're joining us from, and anything else that you want to share with us. Okay, well, thank you so much for having me, Susan. I'm I'm humbled and I'm honored to be here. So a uh, little bit about me. Well, I'm a wife. I'm a mom. I'm a grandma. I live here in Edina, Minnesota with my husband, Tim. And I'd like to say, if, I was just thinking about this a few days ago. I have been here in Minnesota for almost 15 years. Where did the time go? I'm originally from California and I moved here almost 15 years ago to get married to my wonderful, amazing husband, Tim. We live here in Edina. We have two Siberian cats. I'm an avid tea drinker. I like to say having a cup of tea for me is like going on a journey. I'm a runner, not competitively. I did it uh, years ago competitively, but I have a passion for running. So I try to go at least five to six days a week. I love to dance and I love fashion. Fashion is my thing. Clothes, shoes, jewelry, you name it. Um, I love it. So that's a little bit about me. Oh, you are just such a gem. And I have to, I have to just kind of pull over and let the listening community into this a little bit. So your, your love for dance. And I, you know, I've been a part of, of some of those meetings. Um, you, you know, you've hosted some women's events where at the end of every women's event, you, you know, just busted out a move with some, some of the people on your team. And let me tell you something, you should be on Dancing with the Stars because you've got some moves let me tell you something I love it I love all of it yeah and so being a runner uh just just out of curiosity I know for myself you know I've written a lot of sermons Mm -hmm. and uh, worked a lot of things out with the Lord out there on the pavement so has that been your experience too Yes, um, I love doing uh, going out for a run. And uh, I tell Tim all the time when I come back, I said, I got this great idea. I always get great ideas from God when I run and he'll tell me, go back running. So, <laughs> so yes, just prayer time, just time to spend with him and um, just uh, hear from him. It's just a great time. And so that's one of the things that I do. And that's how I hear from him is when I'm out running because it's just him and I. So mm-hmm. it's a blessing to do that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm excited to have you be a part of this uh, little series that that I'm doing here on the podcast, Winning the War Within, and, you know, just talking about women in leadership, the different, you know, glass ceilings, and, and even not even the things that maybe other people would impose upon us, but even the, the ceilings that we place upon ourselves, because, you know, I've said multiple times that, that quite often the mountain that needs to be moved is 
within. <laughs> and, yeah. you know, yeah. it's so easy to point our finger at, you know, this, that, and the other thing, and, and that person over there and all of that, when sometimes it's in here, you know, it's, it's a narrative, it's something in our hearts, something that we need to work through. So just real quick, tell us a little bit about what leadership looks like for you currently. Okay, well, currently, I am lead pastor at a church in Minnetonka called Oasis Church. I've been uh, in that role for going on six years. And uh, it's a blessing to be there. I uh, lead alongside with my husband, Tim. And I'm not only a lead pastor, but I'm also an author. And I'm working on my second book, Praise God. <laughs> and, you know, I have a speaking ministry, Satisse Writing Ministries, where I go out and God has provided a platform for me to go out and keynote speak or do workshops at uh, women's events or uh, public events. I'm also um, private events I do as well. So one-on-one, -on -one, whatever it is that God leads me to do is what I'm doing. But I also uh, am a chaplain for the Minnetonka Police Department. And I'm enjoying that as well because I get out into the community and just get to kind of hang out with the police officers, get to know them, pray with them. So that's been a blessing as well. Yeah. Oh, I love that. I love everything that you are extending your hand to. And you are really someone that that really stands out to me. And again, I've known you for several years, but just someone who is always ready to give an obedient yes to the Lord, no matter what that looks like. And I know becoming, you know, the lead pastor of, of your church and all of these different areas, you know, it, growing into these leadership capacities didn't happen overnight. So um, just briefly explain a little bit about how you've grown in these areas. Okay. Well, one thing I definitely have to say is I have to give God the glory and say that his grace is sufficient because I'm constantly growing. And with each experience, uh, it provides a new opportunity for growth. So I've learned to embrace and keep it moving, relying heavily on Jesus because um, I can't do it without him. And so, you know, being in leadership that nothing about it is easy, uh, but it's rewarding. Uh, over the years, I have to say that uh, we're being real here. There's been many challenges. I've literally been stretched, pulled, broken, hurt, hurt again. <laughs> but as, as I've learned over the years, the tough time builds character. And so I just pray for wisdom and for God's guidance and just keep it moving. You know, those times that I do have my downtime, I, I have those Elijah moments where, you know, sitting under the tree and asking God to help me. And every time, you know, he just pulls me back up. And I believe that it strengthens me and make me stronger than, um, than I was before. I hope, mm -hmm. hope that it does, because I want to make sure that I'm doing what he's calling me to do. So growing in wisdom and asking him to always give me the wisdom to lead his people, because without it, I, I, wouldn't know what to do or how to do it, or I couldn't do it. Mm -hmm. Oh, and so I don't want to put words in your mouth, mm -hmm. but a little bit of what I'm hearing mm -hmm. is, is even just some encouragement to, you know, instead of running away from hard things, uh -huh. running mm -hmm. away from things that are challenging and stretching us and those really difficult seasons, instead of running from them to lean into them, yes, because amen. that is like you said, where character is developed and our faith grows grows. And yes. um, I can even probably say that your relationship with the Lord has deepened. Yes. Those. Yeah. 
Yeah, you know, you're not putting words in my mouth. It's, that's exactly what I'm saying. The bigger the challenge, the the stronger the praise. And so each challenge that I have is just an opportunity to grow and to just lean into Christ and, and just be who he's calling me to be. So no, I don't run from anything. I pray for boldness, but I also pray for courage and I also pray for strength. And I know that if he's placed me there, he's going to equip and prepare me to do what he's calling me to do. So so, uh, and that's for anyone. If he's placed us in leadership, he will prepare us and equip us to do it. Can we just be honest and say, thank you, Lord, that I don't have to rely on my own self, that Amen. I don't have to rely on my own strength. I don't have to have all the answers. I don't have to try to figure this out. That he doesn't just say, here, I'm going to place you here. Good luck with that. You know, yeah. I'll catch up with you in a few days, but he's with us. I yes. mean, Oh, he's with us, you know, mountain high, valley low. He's with Amen. us. He's so, he's so loyal that way. His presence is so loyal. You know, his presence is very loyal. And the thing I love about it is, you know, all we have to do is be obedient to what he's telling us to do. And I've learned long ago <laughs> that as long as I'm being obedient, I can trust him for the results. And I know too, that whatever it is we go through, we're going to come out on the other side because he's right there with us, leading us and guiding us. And uh, there's life on the other side. So praise the Lord that we get to journey and that he chose us to do this. And it's such an honor. And I have such humility that he chose me to, to do this and to be in this position at this time. Yeah. Uh, uh, so in your leadership experience, we're just going to let's just dive in at the deep uh -huh. end of the pool, mm -hmm. um, because I know you and I both are kind of similar this way. We don't uh -huh. like hanging out in the shallow end, just kind of surfacey. We Let's just dive in. Let's just go for it. Amen. Um, so in your leadership experience, have you ever felt like you were in, you know, just in a in an environment where there were glass ceilings? And, and if so, tell us a little bit about that. Well, you know, uh, when you say glass ceilings, can you kind of elaborate a little bit on that? Because I have quite a bit that I can share with you on that. Yeah, sure. So I think that uh, sometimes, and it looks differently, you know, everyone's mm -hmm. experience is different, but but sometimes, you know, in, in certain environments, maybe, you know, someone that maybe carries themselves um, just confidently, they know who they are in Christ, they know that they bring something valuable to the table, and and sometimes, you know, that can be viewed as she's so intimidating. Uh -huh. No, I'm just confident, you know, yeah, exactly. um, because I do think that that women who are confident carry themselves a little differently. It's not an arrogant, yeah. you know, nose in the air. It's just that I know who I am in Christ and yes. I've worked through a lot of things and he's helped me to, you know, to rest my confidence in, mm -hmm. in that. And so I'm secure in that. And I think even just having leadership abilities can often be misunderstood as being bossy, yes. um, you know, thinking outside the box <laughs> um, can be misunderstood as she's so difficult uh -huh. or, or, you know, just asking questions that, you know, at, you know, around the table with staff or in a meeting of some kind, you know, it, uh, sometimes that's being misunderstood as, She's so disrespectful. Like, uh -huh. why can't you just go with the flow? Why do you always have so many questions? And so those are just some examples. Uh -huh. I mean, like I said, I know that, you know, everyone's experience is different, but just a few examples that really kind of come off the top of my head. Yes, those are some great examples. And I think I probably have experienced quite a few of those. 
But confidence, one, I do have confidence in who I am in Christ, but that didn't come overnight. You know, it was a, a, a process. And so uh, now that I'm here, you know, we never arrive because everything, you know, when things happen, something else is going to happen. So in the moment, in the season, I just pray and ask God for boldness and confidence and for him to do in and through me only what he could do. And so, yes, sometimes that may come out as boldness, but I don't shrink back because I pray for boldness. <laughs> so I'm not going to ask God for boldness and then shrink back. Because <laughs> that would be like an oxymoron, right? Yeah. So I just ask God to help me, but also to keep me humble. And because I always want to have humility, I always want to love and respect, but I also want to be bold in the things that God has called me to do. Because it takes boldness, it takes confidence in who you are in him in order to lead in the way that he would have you lead. And so I'm constantly asking God, I'll, I'll say, uh, I always say this, and it's jokingly, I always go to God because I want to check myself before I wreck myself. Ooh. And so I go to him and I ask him to help me because I want to make sure that I'm speaking the words that he's given me to speak and not me who's speaking, but the Holy Spirit speaking through me. Because again, I always want to build up, build others up, never to tear them down. But I also want to walk and step out in that boldness that God has provided for me as well. Mm. Oh, that is so good. I love what you said, um, that you humble yourself mm -hmm. and go to the Lord yes. to check yourself yes. before you wreck. Yeah. Uh, did you say wreck yourself? Uh -huh. or wreck yes. yourself? Yeah. Wreck myself. Uh -huh. Yeah. That is yeah. so good. And words are so powerful and how we yeah. carry ourselves. Um, it does matter. Uh, and I think that, I think that so, so often it can be missed that, you know, when we walk confidently in, in who we are in Christ and, um, you know, we bring that to the table in, in, again, not in an arrogant way, but just uh -huh. in a confident way. Yes. Um, I think that that can be an inspiration mm -hmm. and to other yes. people that are, that are watching and gleaning and, and my goodness, I've sat around so many tables with other women and we all feel the same way. Yes. We've all felt that, that I want to be more secure. I want to be more confident. Yes. And so when we can look at other women, you know, across the table and we can see something in them instead of looking at her as she's so intimidating, she's bossy, she's difficult, mm -hmm. hard to get along with. I don't want to be friends with her, but instead to say, wow, how she carries herself, how yes. she leads herself, how she engages in conversation around this table. I want to know more about that and to yes. be able to, you know, maybe reach out to that person and have yes. coffee with them and, and just sort of get to know them a little bit more and glean from them, I think is yes. so, is so powerful. What, yes. what would you agree with that? I would definitely agree with that. And whenever, you know, whenever I'm around anyone, or if anyone's looking at me and at you as leaders, you know, we want to make sure that we are one, representing him and two, uh, walking in love and exuding that confidence, but that God confidence, you know, we are who we are because of the grace of God. And so hopefully that builds others up because that's what we want to do. We want to build others up and let them know that, you know, God is no respecter of persons. What he does for us, he can do for you. Just, uh, you know, lean into him and uh, walk into your calling because uh, we all are called in his name. So amen. Amen, sister. And it's not holier 
to yeah. think lowly of ourselves and yeah. to, you know, walk around with our heads hung, you know, like, you know, we're just kind of low as like ants, you know, so yeah, exactly. whatever that narrative, mm-hmm. that unhealthy, toxic mm-hmm. narrative, yeah. I don't feel like that is God honoring because no. he didn't create us to, to live and, and walk on the earth like that. Yes. I, you know, as far as like confidence, I, I like to kind of think, um, because sometimes it, it gets a little muddy, you know, people think, well, is this arrogance or how do I know, you know, kind of like, I don't know if I'm being confident or if I'm being arrogant or, and I always kind of marry those two things mm-hmm. in the middle mm-hmm. um, you know, and I pull from two passages of scripture because like you, I mean, mm-hmm. that's, what does the word say? You know, let's go to yes, the word. What, exactly. does, what does Jesus say? And that's the filter, you know, in how we conduct ourselves. But, you know, in John 15, five, he says, abide in me. Yes. Apart from me, you can do nothing. And then in Philippians chapter 4, 13, I can do all things through Christ who strengthens me. And so see, we marry those two things together that, like you said, so effectively, it's in Christ that I can do these things. It's in his strength. It's in his ability. It's through the Holy Spirit's empowering and equipping me to be able to step into the things that he has prepared for me, the things that he's placed on the inside of me. See, and it really has nothing to do with me. It has something to do with him. It's all about him. Yes, yes. And that's what I love too. I love about you and 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 I feel the same way. You know, we marry the two, but we that's why we have to stay so closely knitted to him so that we know because if if we get off key, you know, we have a Holy Spirit check in our spirit. And so I do pray for boldness, but I never want to come off as arrogant because I don't want any arrogance in me. Mm -hmm. I want it to all be Jesus. So I always go, people always ask, why do you spend so much time in the word? Why do you spend so much time with Jesus? Because I want to make sure that I'm representing him well. And so I don't want anyone to think that any of this is me because it isn't because I've had life with Jesus. I've had life without, and it's so much better with, Amen. <laughs> so I want to make sure that I'm representing him well. And I don't want any part of arrogance or anything that is in opposition of what the word of God says. And that's where I take my marching orders from the word of God. Amen, sister. I love that. I love that. That is freeing right there. I mean, we could just end this and say, (laughs) thank you for joining us. We'll catch Uh you next time. I mean, that is so good. Get your marching orders from the truth and the truth of the word of God. Um, And you know, wow, I... I I always say like, use this filter, you know, is, is what you're thinking is what you're feeling, you know, about yourself, about your life, about your future. Can that be supported in scripture? Is this something that God would say about me? about my life, about my future. And man, if, if we can't find that in scripture, Mm -hmm. then we know that it is not truth, right? Something's wrong. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the thing is, is that uh, is my life glorifying him is what I'm speaking. Is it glorifying him? And it's what I'm saying. Is it in opposition of what he's saying or or is it in alignment with what he's saying? And that's the filter. Yeah. So good. So good. And so how has God helped you grow as you know, just we've talked a little bit about confidence as an individual, but how has he helped you to grow to lead without apology? 
you know, that is not something that happened overnight. I just, again, just pressing into him. And I know I say this a lot, but, th but this is my life. I just, I have to press into him to make sure that I'm doing things the way he wants me to do it. But just um, that there's a scripture in the Bible that I love. One of my favorites is Matthew 6, 33. And it says, seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness and all things will be added unto you. And so whenever I feel like I, I don't know something or I I need something. I just seek him. And I, when I go into that closet room, hopefully in Jesus name, I come out differently from the way I walked in. And so I just want to do things with excellence. I want to do it well. And I think leaning into him, having that intimacy with him is what helps me grow in leadership. And I know that I can look back over the years and we look back, we look back to just see how far God has brought us. I never look back to dwell, but I see now how the capacity of the way I handle things now versus the way I would have handled it five or six years ago. And I know that, you know, that I'm doing things in a way that pleases God because it's so much different now than it would have been five or six years ago. And that's because I've had that intimacy and that time to spend with him. And so leaderships look different now than it did five and a half years ago, even five minutes ago. Yeah. <laughs> so praise God. So always leaning into him and asking him to help me with the growth, because again, I want to do things with excellence. We're not perfect, but we can do things with excellence and to love others well, and always, always spend time in prayer. Prayer is my love language. I uh, am always constantly in prayer because again, I don't want to get it wrong. I don't want to miss it. I want to do exactly what God is telling me to do. And so that's, that's how I grow. And that's how he's helping me to grow because of um, just keeping my focus on him. Mm -hmm. uh, yeah. And I, I do know that about you and can really affirm that you are a, a person deeply devoted uh, to, to prayer. And I don't think that that could ever be stressed enough the importance mm -hmm. of having that as a rock in in our lives. I mean, we just we need that. It strengthens us. You know, it helps it helps us to be able to walk through things and I mean, we have this we have this creator God and to be able to connect with him and have conversation with him and and just, you know, lay burdens out uh and you know, yeah. through prayer and, and it's just so powerful, so powerful. Yeah. And so where, where would you say women begin dismantling false narratives in the, in their minds? I would say one by seeking him and just realizing and understanding that they are who they are by the grace of God. And that uh, one, don't compare yourself to anyone else because you are uniquely designed and made uh, by God. And so uh, I think just looking to who God has called you to be and just getting along with him and asking him, who is, who is that? What does it look like? How can I become who you call me to be? Because honestly, he's the only one that can do it. And so uh, dismantling, you know, First, don't listen to what others have to say if they're saying anything about you or to you that's in opposition of what the word of God says. So I would say dive into the word of God, eat, sleep and drink the word of God, because that there will tell you who you are and who he is calling you to be. I always and this is not original. I got this from someone else, but I tell uh, anyone that I'm talking to that 
in the in the Bible, there is a scripture to stand on for everything that you may be going through. And uh, the acronym is Bible Basic Instructions Before Leaving Earth. And it's like I said, it's not original. I heard the pastor say that, but that's something that we can go to and and find out what is it that God has to say about me. Find yourself uh, mentors, you know, someone to speak into your life. The scripture says, he who walk with the wise will himself become wise. And so see yourself where God, where God is wanting you to go. But in order to do that, you're going to have to get along with him. And then people that will speak that same, those same words into your life and pray. You have to pray because again, that will kind of uh, help you to see things from God's perspective. Mm-hmm. So quick question in your leadership, you know, you mentioned, uh, touched a little bit on not comparing um, ourselves to other people. Have you ever in your leadership experience found yourself like maybe in the earlier years comparing your leadership with someone else and how, how did that have a negative effect or, or a positive effect or what kind of effect did it have on you? Well, you know, for me, I did do that a lot because I looked at what the world called success versus what God says success is. And so what I started doing is, and it took a while. I mean, it didn't happen overnight, but, you know, um, even with the church, I mean, I have a, a small congregation and I thought I was a failure because, you know, I didn't have a mega church. And honestly, when I got the church, when God called me to that position, when I first went, I honestly, Susan, I thought that because of my personality, because I've always had tons of people around me, that this church was just going to grow just like that. <laughs> but boy, did God have other plans. And so I had to keep my focus off of people and off of things and focus on what it is he's called me to do. And that's where, when I said earlier that he said to me is, to be obedient to what I tell you to do and trust me for the results. And I believe once I got that and just started looking to him, I began to, I already had joy, but I did not want anything or allow anything to steal my joy because God was the only one that could give it to me. So I was not going to let anyone or anything take it away. And so again, it just took a lot of focus on him and I still do it. Sometimes I have to step back from everything, social media, everything, and just spend time with God and let him pour into me and, uh, and refilled me so I can come back and have something to give out because he has called me to pastor. He has called me to lead and I cannot lead from an empty place. Mm, yeah. Okay. There's so much to unpack right there, but I do want to circle back because, you know, I, it, again, what I'm, what I'm hearing it when you said sometimes that you have to step back, mm-hmm. there's an awareness piece there, yeah. you know, that you're, that you can recognize within yourself that, okay, I just need to take a break here. I need to go off the grid, if you will. Um, Yeah, I may still be pastoring my church and, you know, prepping and praying and preparing for, you know, Sunday's message. But there are certain things that that I need to do to kind of step back a little bit. So a couple of things. Uh, How do you know? So in, in, in that awareness piece, how do you know that, that you need to do that, that you need to take those steps? Is there something that, that you can, that, that you can feel within yourself? Is it a thought process? Um, kind of tell us a little bit about that. 
Okay, it's several things and it could be uh, anything, uh, it could be different at different times. But for the most part, for me, I get agitated, I guess. And real, one of my friends, really good girlfriend says, I become really sharp. <laughs> and I didn't know what that meant, but you know, just quick. And, you know, and me, I'm one to, to pray about everything. I don't like to speak or say anything or make any decisions without praying about it. But I know, I feel it in my spirit. It's a Holy Spirit check in your spirit when you know you need to step back, when things start to bother you, when you see things that wouldn't normally affect you they start to they begin to affect you or if you see something i never want to be judgmental and so if i start to see something and even if i think something then i will step back and i know that it's time for me to just get along with god so it just depends on what's going on in my life i mean even when i'm uh, going 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 it's time to be still and know that i am god is i think it comes not only with wisdom but it also comes with spiritual maturity yeah. So just knowing when those times are when you need to just step back and just let God listen to no other voices. I don't need to hear any other voices except for his voice. And so um, I just have a way of knowing that. And I think it's because of my Holy Spirit uh, check that I get in my spirit. And so, like I said, spiritual maturity and wisdom, because I pray for that all the time. Yeah. And I think that uh, and again, I don't want to put words in your mouth, mm-hmm. but I know for myself, I am. Um, I can be more aware. I can be more sensitive to the Holy Spirit prompting Mm -hmm. me when to step back Mm -hmm. because I do cultivate a healthy relationship with him that I'm constantly in his word. I'm constantly praying. I'm constantly spending time with him. So my ears are really tuned into what he's saying. And so, you know, if I can feel myself on the inside there, there's, you know, things on the inside of me that I can just feel, uh, you know, just this frustration and I can feel like I'm just, ah, you know, it's it, over the years because of spiritual maturity and that time, you know, that I've invested with him, it has allowed me to be able to recognize it sooner than, than maybe I would have, you know, several years ago. And then do you think that there's also this intentionality piece as well? Um, I mean, because God isn't going to, you know, take us by the hand and, Mm -hmm. and, you know, set us down on the couch, (laughs) you know, there's, there's a, there's a response Mm -hmm. to that prompting of the Holy spirit within us that's saying, okay, I think that we need to kind of pull back Mm -hmm. here. And so there's this intentionality part, right? You definitely have to be intentional. And again, I think that intentionality comes along with uh, the wisdom and the uh, spiritual maturity. Uh, Something that I probably wouldn't have been so sensitive to 10 or 15 years ago, but I'm definitely sensitive to the voice of the Holy Spirit now. And so uh, I have to be intentional about it. And anyone that knows me, even my husband, he knows when um, I'll tell him, you know what, I just need to go and spend some time with God, just be alone with him. And he loves and respects that because he knows that once I do that, I'm coming out so much stronger. And so anyone that knows me knows that and they don't ask any questions. And that's what I love about the people that are in my inner circle. When I say no, they know that I prayed about it and I let my yes be yes and my no be no. And there's no questions. They know that I spent time with God. And so again, spiritual maturity, wisdom and intentionality. 
So yeah, yeah. And I think that that goes back to what we talked about just a few minutes ago, leading without apology. Yes. I I'm aware of this. I recognize this. I feel, you know, prompted to step away a little bit and this is what I need to do. And I'm not going to apologize for this. Mm -hmm. Yes. And you know, too, as I said earlier, Susan, I love, uh, walking in love and building others up, but then also that that accountability to God to walk in that boldness and to do it unapologetically. Because again, when you spend time with God, when you hear from God, when you hear from the Holy Spirit, you don't have to apologize. And I tell people this all the time and they laugh because they know my heart. They know that I love them, but I tell them, you know what, if I've made a decision it's because I prayed about it. And if you have a problem with it, then you need to go spend some time with the Holy Spirit because <laughs> this is it. This is the way it is. And this is the answer that he's given me. So I'm doing it. I'm giving it to you unapologetically. And they know that. So praise God. Yeah. So good right there. We've touched a little bit on, uh, well, you've actually mentioned, you know, encouraging people to mm-hmm. find a mentor. And so that's just really a great segue into um, my next question how can women grow in their leadership capacity? Okay, uh, again, seeking God, being intentional, as you were saying earlier about the intimacy, their intimacy with him, being a student of the word, Mm. you know, always wanting to learn and hear his voice. And when you go to him in prayer and always go to him in prayer, don't go to him, jump up and then go do something else. Wait stay in his presence and listen, listen to what it is he's trying to say to you, because he has something to say. A lot of times we just don't stay around long enough to listen. And so what we want to do is we want to go to him first, seek him first before we step out, because a lot of times we step out and then we want him to fix what we've done. And so I would say surround ourselves with people who would speak life over us, you know, people that's going to build us up. And, and not tear us down and people that are going to support you and pray for you. That's, that's very important. Mm-hmm. And so that's what I would tell anyone, you know, especially someone that know God has a call on their life and they're in leadership, just surround yourself with people that's going to speak life over you, speak his word over you and um, continue to pray and continue to be a student of the word. Listen, listen yeah. to what he has to say. Yeah. And that tearing piece. Yes, is so important. Boy, with our, you know, fast paced society, and you know, we are people that are on the move. um, We have lost that, that element of, of just tearing in his presence, you know, as we're, as we're reading, and as we're praying, and which is so interesting, when we consider the one that we're communing with, (laughs) you know, like, you know, God, what do you have to say here? What's on your heart? And ears are open. I want to hear from you. So important to get back to that place of just sitting in his presence and tearing there uh, and, and just believing that he's going to speak. He's going to show us something because he knows what we need and, and what our hearts need to hear that that is a really great point. Thank you for mentioning that. Where does one, one's character factor in? We've kind of touched on that a little bit at the top of our conversation and, and why is it important that we have growth in our character? Okay, well, one, honoring God by the way we live, 
you know, character, you know, because people are watching and we want to make sure that we're representing and representing him well. And just know that we cannot do the will of God and if, if we're not living a life that's pleasing to him. And a pastor told me this a long time ago, and I never will forget it. He always told me that character keeps you where the anointing takes you. And it's so true. And I always remember that because God has anointed me, he has anointed you, but your character is what's going to keep you there. And so we're always, we should always intentionally be learning and seeking him and uh, growing in the things of God and listening to what it is he's, he's having to say to us. Because again, you know, when God anoints us, when he ordains us to do something, it's not just for us, it's for others, but it's also more importantly to glorify him. Amen. Oh, I just think that that is so important right there. What a great takeaway mm-hmm. um, that we are to, we are here not for ourselves. Yes. We're not living for ourselves. And, and, you know, the gifts and the things, the calling that's upon yes. our lives, it's not just for us, Amen. <laughs> you Amen. know, it's like you said, uh, and I'm just really kind of repeating back what mm-hmm. you already said, but it's, it's about who he wants to reach through us. Yes. But, but it also first and foremost gives glory back to God. Yes. Oh, that is that is really, really important. Um, and like I said, just such a great takeaway. And I love that comment that character keeps you where your anointing takes you. Yes. Amen. Yeah. Really good. I'm thinking about uh, this week or maybe, uh, you know, just as this episode drops or maybe even um, several weeks or months after this, this episode first airs, thinking about the woman that's listening today and maybe feels a little bit insecure in her leadership, or maybe she wants to just throw in the towel and quit or Mm -hmm. a combination of those two things, Mm -hmm. Um, you know, maybe because of a lack of support or confidence, unhealthy environment, maybe even, you know, just maybe even needing to firm up some boundaries, some healthy Mm -hmm. boundaries in her life. What would you say to her that's listening today? Well, I'd love to say to to the person that's listening that God has a plan already mapped out for your life and he is unfolding it before you. You have a mandate, you have a, a specific call and an official order or commission to do something. And I just want to encourage you to trust Jesus and trust the Holy Spirit to lead and empower you. And you will su- succeed in fulfilling everything that God has called you to do, that purpose, because you are here on purpose for a purpose. And so no matter what your challenges are, what, what challenges you face, remember the circumstances that you face, and you will face them, but circumstances are subject to change when God is with you. So he wants to work in you, through you, you and you know around you you are very unique and I just want you to know that and if you feel like giving up don't give up God is with you he's there to equip you to prepare you he's there to lead you to guide you to direct you and uh he's just there just trust in him you know the word says that he will go before you to make your path straight he will be your rear guard so you're taken care of on every side and so there are going to be times when you may fall but the word says that a righteous man falls seven times but he gets back up and so you may fall but just know that he's right there to lift you back up so do not quit don't waver don't compromise don't shy away from what the lord has called you to do and i just want to encourage you to stay rooted 
and stay grounded and immovable in God. You are here for a purpose. So I just pray in Jesus' name that you continue to keep going and do the work, do what you need to do. If that means getting along with God, listening to his voice, do that. If it means, first of all, he says that we could seek wise counsel, pray and ask him, who is that wise counsel? You know, and so if you do what you need to do, God is definitely going to do what only he can do. Oh, amen, sister. Wow. You just laid it out so powerfully right there. So good. And you know, that scripture verse that you said that, you know, the righteous fall seven times, but they Mm -hmm. get back up again. Mm -hmm. I I really want to uh, just real quickly, as we're wrapping this up, I really want to hone in on the last part of that scripture verse that they get back up again. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, I think that the thing, there's a lot of things that we can draw from that scripture verse, but as we're looking at the last Last half of that is, you know what, you may, you may be feeling discouraged, you may be disappointed, you've maybe experienced hurt, you've maybe felt unsupported, or maybe not, you know, championed forward, but don't stay there. Yes. Don't allow that to keep you stuck and out of the will of God for your life. Because, you know, like Satish said, he has something really powerful for you. And so if you, if you can lay those things down at the feet of Christ, there's potential in that lean into that and allow allow those things to be a really great teaching tool in your life and you will rise up stronger and better. And then you can, um, God can use that in your life to help other people. Because again, it's not just about us. It's about the people that he wants to reach through us. And then other people can be encouraged that, you know, look at, he helped lift me up out of this. He helped me, you know, rise stronger, rise better, rise with, with even, you know, stronger character development. And so that he can do this for you as well. It's because he's not a respecter of persons. It's not just about me. He can, and wants to do this in your life as well. This has been such a great conversation. You have just really added so much value, uh, so much wisdom. I cannot say thank you enough for your investment in um, in the listening communities lives here. I know that um, this will be an episode that women will want to go back and listen to again. And then if, if anyone wanted to connect with you in the online space, uh, I'll be adding it in the show notes, but tell us a little bit about your website. You mentioned that you're an author, where can they find your book, um, social media platforms, all the things. Okay, the book is on Amazon, Embrace Where You Are, On the Way to Where You're Going. And uh, you can always find me at our website. It's oasismn.org. There's a lot of information uh, on there if you click through the pages and just reach out to me. Okay. And then you also mentioned Satis Radi Ministries. Is, is there a website for that as well? No, we've incorporated it with oasismn.org. Oh, perfect. Okay. And then you're on Facebook and Instagram. Facebook and Instagram. Yes. Perfect. All right. And thank you so much for having me. It's an honor and I'm humbled to do Mm -hmm. so. Well, it was, it was an honor to have you. Thank you for being here a part of this series. All right. Well, thank you ladies for joining us again this week. I, like I said, I just know that this was such a blessing and added so much value to your life. Know that you are fully seen, that you are known, that you are heard and that God could not love you any more than he loves you right now at this very moment. Have a great rest of your week and I will catch you next time. 
thank you so much for joining me this week. It was great connecting with you. Hey, would you do me a quick favor that would mean the world to me? Would you go ahead and leave a few stars and a review or even a comment? It not only means so much to me, but in the online space and the podcasting world, the more stars, reviews, and comments that a podcast receives, the further the reach. It ranks up a little bit higher in Google searches, which then results in reaching more women with this amazing content. So if you are blessed and enjoying, you know, just the content that you are hearing here on the podcast, would you go ahead and leave a few stars, a review, and some comments? It means the world to me. Thank you so much, and I'll catch you right back here, same place, same time, next week.